Hey, what's going on? And welcome back to the Jersey to Vegas podcast, episode number 33. 33 is my favorite number. Why? Because of Larry Bird. So if you know who Larry Bird is, he was a basketball player um, back in the 70s, I guess late 70s, 80s, 90s. Uh, and, you know, just kind of, I was a fan. And from that, um, 33 became like a, a special number to me. And that, that really, that's really it. So this is a special episode. Not really. It is just a normal episode with me. And um, it is episode number 33. Things I'm going to talk about today is um, I'm off a few medications, um, but today is one of those, I guess you could say, battles, right? It's one of those very tough uh, couple days. Now, when you, sorry, when you um, live with bipolar, you're going to go through episodes. So you'll have your mania, which is where you kind of have a lot of energy, um, you kind of do crazy things, um, you could take big chances, gamble, uh, a lot of that. And that's what a lot of the medication that I take is to control. It's to control the manias. So you don't do anything extravagant or crazy or big to really uh, harm yourself, which is um, kind of what it is. But what you don't get is the depression stage. So after mania comes depression. And depression is hard because the medication isn't for that, right? It's not going to control depression. This is where you have to put the work in. And with therapy and with um, coping skills, um, you have to fight the urges of feeling depressed and not what they would call willful, right? Being willful is like not wanting to do something like you're being willful like I don't want to do this even though you know you should so you're being willful in that whereas one of the skills um, that I'm trying to use especially today is being willing right willing and um, opposite action so opposite action is pretty much what it sounds like right you're gonna do opposite of what it is you're feeling so today I usually go to jiu-jitsu in the morning. I usually do a bunch of stuff on a Monday. I don't even want to get out of bed. Like, I don't want to do anything. I have no um, drive to do anything productive. So what my goal is, is to be productive. I already missed class because I made every excuse not to go. Right? I, didn't want, I didn't want Sage on the phone, uh, my thumbs hurt, my energy level is low, I didn't eat, a bunch of garbage that I fed myself in order to not go. So I, I already didn't go, and now um, to do this podcast, I didn't want to do it, I didn't want to fucking do it, you know, I, I don't, but you know, it's a commitment that you make and you have to make the opposite action of what it is you want to do. Like, I don't want to do it. So I have to go opposite, which means I'm going to do it. So I'm here, right? I showed up and that's, that's a win. Uh, another thing that I do whenever I feel this way is I clean. Like I, I always feel good when uh, the, the house is clean or things are in structure and in order. Like I'm not a very organized person per se, like on, on book, but I do have structure and I do have um, my, I don't want to say idiosyncrasies. I just have my routines that I like to stick to. And today is a day that I don't want to stick to them. So it's a very hard fight, right? Because I want to be willful. 
but the fight here is to be willing to at least give it a shot. I already failed. Well, I can't say I failed, but I didn't go to, to practice, which maybe at the end of the day, maybe I really didn't need to. Maybe I could go tomorrow, and I just had to do the podcast, which is important. I had to clean the house, which is important. I did some school time with Sage, which is super important, you know, reading and math, you know, counting numbers, not really doing math, but counting numbers. Um, what else did we do? We did some skill, like making cookies and, and all that stuff. So it's a lot of things are, are good. And I'm just trying to be productive in a day that medication is not going to help me, right? And honestly, the mania days, I kind of miss the most. I kind of miss the days of having this intense, crazy energy that no one can ever imagine unless you live it. And a crazy thought process that makes you believe that you can do anything. And that's the problem. Right with mania. The problem with mania is that you think you can do anything, which means if I'm in a bad place and I want to kill myself, I can do anything I want to do. And that's why they protect you from that phase because that's where you'll make your most irrational decisions because it'll you, you think it's rational. Or you think you convince yourself that it makes sense. So speaking of medication, I'm only on two now. So after the last episode, I believe with Danny, I was talking about medication. I had tons of side effects. Like it's cr- crazy how this medication just bothers me and how it just beats me up, right? It beats the living shit out of me. And it's supposed to be good for me. It's supposed to help me, right? And it's supposed that they, they could give me any diagnoses in the planet and they always have a medicine to kind of counteract that one but on top of that they want to give you another medication to counteract the side effects so if I have side effects and instead of finding a way around it they'll just give me another medication to kind of calm those side effects so now I'm on six right it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense but I'm happy to say that I'm on two I'm on my my main one lithium that controls the mania and they've been trying to take me off it, but for some reason, this one's this one works the best for me, right? It works best. It's very damaging. It's not gonna be hopefully not long term because it is poison, right? It's not it's not a good one. But right now, it's helping. And then the other one's Wellbutrin, which is I don't know what the fuck it is actually. I just take it in the morning because they told me to, so I take that one. But they eliminated all the other ones that were taken at night, and with that, I feel a lot better. You know, being able to just have those two and have to worry about those two things is a lot easier than it is to just be on tons of medications that you really have no fucking idea what they're doing. Like, you have no idea what, what, what they're feeding you. And I kind of got sick of it. And the first couple of days were hard. Like, I did not sleep. I didn't sleep for four days. No way. There's no sleep. I didn't understand what was going on. I was getting withdrawal symptoms, I guess, from taking off the medication. I'm not sure. But it was like three, four days of zero sleep, which beats you up. When you do not sleep or when I do not sleep, I'm a mess. You know, it's a very important hidden factor. And a lot of people that don't sleep, okay, so in, if we could talk about this in nutrition and losing weight, when I'm doing people's um, nutritional guidance, right? I'm not, I'm not a fucking nutritionist, nutritional guidance, which I do. So if you guys need help, let me know. Um, I look at their sleep. If their sleep 
is going down, which means they're not getting a lot of it, you'll usually see adverse effects in production and or um, progress. Usually they'll gain weight or stall right? because they're not getting the amount of sleep, the good quality sleep that they need. And if there's someone that isn't, like in the beginning, isn't getting quality sleep, the first thing we do is try to get them to get quality sleep. If you get quality sleep, you will see the scale move. You will see production or progress in your body move. So in a nutritional sense, if you just if you aren't sleeping well and you're trying to lose weight, maybe not cut the calories yet. Maybe try to sleep first. Because that once those biomarkers hit, you'll start to see progress there. And then from there you can move. You know, and there's a lot of uh, hidden knowledge that a lot of people don't know because once they you know want to go want to lose weight what do they do they go on a diet right they follow the same thing they did last time and then they'll exercise a lot more no it's not that's not the equation everyone's different so everyone's body will respond a little bit differently you know especially me myself right now i'm at a lower calorie count um, because i'm aggressively doing it because i've been in such a high calorie count for so long and I'm on tons of medication, which holds a lot of the, the weight. So I'm actually in a deficit. But what's happening, I know the side effects of this one. I'm going to lose a lot of muscle mass. Like, I'm going to lose my strength. And that's something right now I have to sacrifice. You know, I'm going to sacrifice those two things because I feel weak. All right? I definitely feel weak. Not, not in, the, in the gym and kind of with people right now because I'm just in a lower calorie count than I'm used to. And um, it's not going to be long. I'm only going to put this in for a three, four-week cycle, and then I'm going to go back up. So, you know, everything is played around with. There's nothing to be forever. But right now, it's just here to kind of kind of make the, the markers move. You know, I need it to move. So, I really need the markers to move. You know what I mean? Markers, meaning my weight. I need to go down because I know that if I'm going to compete, which is the, the, the future goal of this, is to compete. Like, I want, I want to fucking, I want to fight someone. Like, I want to go, want, I want to compete against someone. I want to win or lose. You know, I want to be scared. I want to shit my pants. Like, I want to feel that way. And I know that if I weigh 180, the guys I'm going to go against are going to be like six foot five. And I'm five foot four. It's not. It's not going. It's not going to be a fun time. It's not really. You really don't get um, lucky that you're going to get someone your size at 185. It's not going to work out. So I'm finally down near there. Um, one day after practice, I uh, I weighed myself and I got down to 182. But I started getting crazy because you know you know me and my wonderful mind with calories and weight, I, I always started thinking, okay, I won't eat for the rest of the day and I'll hold it at 182. And then by tomorrow I'll be 181. And then I could break 170 by exercise. You know what I mean? I, I started going down the road of the wrong way to do things. So there I was willing to sacrifice my health in order to reach a number, but I had to pull back and think opposite of what it is I was of thinking and don't be afraid to go back up, right? Because it's not going to be forever because I'm still on the right track. So my weight's going to fluctuate from like 182 to 190. You know, it depends on the day. It depends on what I eat. It depends on how I sleep. It depends on the stress levels. But as long as I'm within the range, then I know it's still there. 
So um, my goal here, I started losing weight pretty fast. So I'm trying to make sure that I don't lose it too much because I know a lot of that's going to be muscle, muscle mass, and I don't want to lose a lot of muscle. Uh, I do want to lose some because I know it's just something that you have to sacrifice in this in this realm. So when I feel this way, I like to read memes, <laughs> like kind of Google things where you kind of feel like someone understands. So let me read one. Hold on. It's kind of why I do miss Instagram in its way because you find so many memes. So this one is uh, from How Mental. It says, it takes courage to say yes to rest and play in a culture where exhaustion is seen as a status symbol. Like, that's fucking... Let me read it again, okay? It takes courage to say yes to rest and play in a culture where exhaustion is seen as a status symbol. If you guys don't understand what that means, it's like everyone's, everyone now is all about the grind. Right, it's all about work hard, free up your benefits, no days off, that type of attitude, and that's everybody, you know. Versus, it's it's something that I, I'll tell you right now. I I've lived my life that way. I've tried, right, and I always thought that I I don't need rest and I don't need breaks. But you know, sometimes the people that you listen to and the people that you read and the memes, they're they're not doing what it is they're posting, right? They're taking days off to post that meme that says don't take days off while they're laying down in bed depressed they're writing down i never take off i don't do things. you know what i mean it's a, you don't have, you can't believe everything but you do have to understand that you have to read your body you have to read the way you do things if you're fucking stressed out panned out you feel like shit and you feel like you have to do something hard and hustle you're just pushing your body to a different way versus give it a fucking day, rest and play, and then get back to it the next day. That was a lot of rhyming. That was way too much rhyming for me. But it's things like that where you have to think that rest is good, right? Sleep is good. Playing is great. And, you know, the whole hustle generation or the whole grinding culture is wrong. There's no longevity in that. You're going to burn out. You're going to fall on your face. I'm not saying you don't work hard. I'm not going to say you got to sacrifice. You can't sacrifice. No, you do. But read your body. Understand the difference between pushing through something and pushing in the wrong way. Big difference. Let me see. Is there another one here that I read? Let me see this one. Um, oh, this one. Is bipolar disorder what people say? Ha ha ha, you're so moody. It's like you're bipolar. That's what people say. What's really like is you emptied your bank account to buy expensive boots last week and didn't sleep for three days. Yup, I've been severely depressed because I can't stop thinking about the time I was meeting to a lunch lady eight years ago. So with this cartoon... People think that bipolar disorder is just like, oh, one day he's good and then one day he's bad. Like, I just feel like I'm not in a good mood. What that cartoon just showed, which if you're on YouTube, I'll hopefully put it up there. I'll try to put it up there. Um, It showed the mania, right, where you'll empty out your bank account or spend money you do not have in order to create something that you think in your head will work. Right? You think it'll work. So you'll empty it out. 
with not even you could you'll be convinced that it's going to it's going to work and it might but that's the gambling chance that you're going to take right and then now the other uh, other side of the cartoon says he was depressed because he's thinking about something 8 years ago when he made fun of a lunch lady i think about things from like grammar school that make me feel guilty and i think about it all day long whereas people wouldn't even understand why i'll think about something that's not even real it's not even real It'll put me in such a bad mood that I won't want to do anything, and I will not be able to stop thinking about it. And that's what they call ruminating. I'll keep ruminating on the thought, so I'll have to use different skills to kind of snap myself out of it. And, you know, seeing that cartoon made me laugh because no one understands that, right? No one understands that, but these people that make those cartoons or memes, they kind of get it. And it, it makes me feel comforting and where when I do get lost, that I don't feel so bad. You know, like I said, I don't know where this is going. I just want to show you how I cope with a lot of this uh, bipolar fun. You know, I hate saying bipolar because I hate labeling, but this is what it is, right? It is what it is. And for people that have it, um, hopefully it helps you cope um, with what, what it is you're going through. What did I write here? I miss home. I miss home. I really do. I miss New Jersey, you know. And uh, not, what's that say, not landing, not wanting to think of the present. These are the tough days. Yeah, I really miss home. It feels like Groundhog's Day. And I tell Nat this all the time, that it just feels like, it feels like the same day over and over again. But at least over there, if it was the same day over and over again, I could get out and do something different, you know, and meet up with someone and talk to them or have a drink or work out or do something, go for a walk. You know, here I got that. I don't got that. As much as uh, I go to the gym, I'm not there making friends. Like, I'm acquaintances, acquaintances. I'm not going to, later on a, on a weekend, I'm not going to hang out. All right, I'm going to stay home with my kids. Like I'm not, you know, just kind of the, the way it is. So it's hard that way. That I fucking miss people a lot. It's um, it kind of beats me up, you know, and it makes me want to quit. Makes me want to just leave this place, go back, and just start over. It's really days like this that are the toughest, and I wrote that these are the toughest because not only are you in that depressive mode. But now you're even, you have nothing else to kind of get your mind off things. You know, I'm in, I'm on the same boat right now. Right now, Sage, me and Sage all day, pick up Phoenix, pick up Nat, same routine. And it's like if the weekends, I wake up early, so it's the same routine over and over and over again. And then when we're done, it's not like I'm going to go somewhere or I'm going to hang out. I'm not going to go to a birthday party. Or um, someone's, you know, someone's having a get-together with friends. I don't, I don't have that. And that's a shit that I miss. You know, you can only walk the dog so many times in one day <laughs> on the weekends. I think I walk the dogs like four times because I have nothing else to do. And then when it's time to, like, you know, do something with the kids, like, the only thing we do is go to the park. Like, in, I hate the fucking park. I fucking hate the park. I hate, I literally hate kids' parks. 
I hate them. I hate the kids. I hate people. I, I hate it. I hate being there. And my ass gets tight because they walk up the, the, the ladder the wrong way and I feel like they're going to fall and break their face. I am so sensitive and paranoid. Now, I don't sit there and like look like a douchebag. Maybe I do, actually. Maybe I do, but I fucking... I literally... I hate public things. <laughs> fucking what happened to me? I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's almost like I've become introverted. Like introverted extrovert. Like I'm extroverted if you're within my um, my my crew, but outside I don't want to talk to anybody. You know, I got boogers. I'm gonna wipe it on my sleeve. I'm gonna wipe my boogers on my sleeve. Who gives a shit? No one cares. People think um, I have mood swings. Yeah, that's true. People do think I have mood swings. So that's kind of what I I wrote about um, this time around because it's uh. It's almost going to be a year, right? June 6th will be a year. So it's coming up, and I can't believe it's almost that time. And then with that time, in June or June 6th, we're going to have a new new house. You know, that's like a commitment, so I really am not leaving. <laughs> that's kind of the thing where I'm stuck. That's where I feel like I'm stuck. Because I'm here doing what I can, trying to live in the present day, and that, you know... My kids are fucking lucky. You know, I'm around. They're fucking lucky. I'm fucking lucky to be around them. You know, but there's a little piece where sometimes you just need to go out and be with your friends. That's Sage right now screaming. There's times where you just want to go out and be with your friends. I don't got any. I don't have any, you know, the only ones I have are on FaceTime and text message, which I fucking hate text messaging anyway, not really a fan, you know, I'm a, I'm a talk on the phone guy, you know, Nat always uh, yelled at me for that because when we first started dating, she, I was the first guy that would call her and talk on the phone because like, I didn't want to, I don't want to text message, I'll give you one word text and that's it, if not, I'm going to talk text because I don't want to do it. Or I'll wait like three days until I text message you because I really don't want to text and type. So it's easier for me to talk than it is to, to type. But a lot of people don't want to talk no more. And sometimes I don't either. But I don't know. Let me, uh, let me take a quick break. I'll be right back. Like I said in the, in the past couple ones, I feel good, right? I feel good. I felt good. I feel better. But I just feel lost. You know, I still feel lost. I feel, still feel uh, lonely. I feel tired. Um, all the time, but it's just a, a it's just something that I have to fight through, and I'm, everyone else has their fight. You know, your fight not be might not be what I'm going through, but there's some shit that you're going through too that you got to fucking fight. You know, you got to fucking get through it. And it's, it's boring and it's mundane and it's fucking redundant and stupid, but we got to go through it. And I understand that. Like you're not going to get what you fucking want sometimes. You're not. You're going to work towards it. You know, and that's called losing. It's part of fucking life. It's part of competition. Life is fucking tough. And we're going to lose. You know, but it doesn't mean we stop. It doesn't mean we quit. Trust me, I want to quit. Last year I wanted to quit. 
I want this shit over with. That day is coming up soon. I want, I want it fucking over with. I realized that was a big mistake. And I'm lucky and I'm happy that I didn't do anything. I think about the hospital every day of my life. That I, the way I felt in there, how hopeless I felt in there, how almost I felt like I was never going to come back home because maybe they thought I was crazy, crazy. You know, a lot of things um, add up when you start thinking that way. But I do know it's tough. And whatever it is you're going through, you got to kind of ride the wave. Because even if it's at the peak, it's going to be hard. It's going to be at its hardest peak, right? The most dangerous. It's going to swell down. It's not going to stay up that long. But these are the days that we got to be strong and find different ways to cope, to hang on, to be strong. You know, I don't know what that is for you, but you got to figure it out. For me, I kind of find my ways to do it. I clean. I read things. I get outside. I do what I can. I cry. I cry most of the time. Because that's the only thing that makes me release emotion. Or at least the emotion that I have. And then on the other days when I feel good, I'm fucking, I'm up. And I get out. And I'll exercise. And I'll do other things. So the days are are different versus what it is. So definitely the message for, for you guys today that are listening is that what is it? That's being the hardest on on your life right now. Now, what is it that's fucking weighing you down, keeping you up at night? You know, it's the things that keep you up at night that you have to attack it. Right? You have to go full force into it. There's something in there that's bothering you. Something in there that's annoying you. And you have to you have to confront it. You have to take it full force. And it's going to be hard. And you might not win. And it might not be good. But letting it sit in your head and just letting it weigh you down is way worse than whatever it is you're thinking that's going to happen. Way worse. So with that said, you know, that's that's the message for you guys today. I got this. So pretty psyched about it. Um, it came out really good. Um, let me read this one. Let me read this. <laughs> I said, fuck, 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 fuck. That was good Letter to Nat. Happy New Year. How are we not good enough? Sorry if you felt that way. Never meant to hurt you. Sorry. So, yeah, I'm just reading. I'm just reading from it. It'll be out soon. Okay, I have this. I approved it. So now I went back to them. And now that's on them to give me, I think, a big printout to get a bunch of them out on. I don't know. I don't know what they do. So I just let them do whatever it is they got to fucking do. And then. Um, the pre-sale copies will be, will be out. Then I'll start mailing those out and writing them once I get the, the copies in. So if you guys haven't, uh, definitely let me know. You could Venmo me if you want a copy of the I Am Not Okay book. Um, and I'll personally give you a message and, um, I will also, I'll sign it and then I'll mail it out to you. So that's how it's going to go. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming out today. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. This is Pete from the Jersey to Vegas podcast, episode number 33, lucky 33, and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out, everybody.